You knew this was coming. You just knew this was coming. You cannot win with these people. This is always a lose-lose situation. I might have told this story before. Matter of fact, I am pretty sure I've shared this story with you guys before. So if you have been with me for a while, you're just going to have to hear it again. Years ago, when I was suffering through the pain, the anguish of working a real job, I was an operations manager. Now, don't let the job title fool you. Sounds like a nice position, but trust me, it wasn't. I was basically a highly paid babysitter, settling arguments between employees, while also being responsible for watching over someone else's garbage, which they like to call products. It was it was kind of similar to what Kathy Engelbert does managing the WNBA dump. But anyway, I had to let one of my inside salesmen go, which opened up the position. I conducted the typical round of interviews, narrowed it down to a couple of candidates. One was a dude who was around my age. The other was a woman maybe in her mid-40s. She had more experience. She did better in the interview. I wasn't going to give her the job until one of the old heads stepped into my office to intervene. He had been with the company for over 30 years. Our office at the time was a group of six or seven dudes. I was young at this point in my life, maybe 28 years old. This dude explained to me the potential drawbacks of bringing a woman into an office that was filled with men, how it would change the entire dynamic, how we wouldn't be able to speak freely like men do when we're around each other. He explained to me the potential HR headaches, how one off-color remark could be overheard and be misconstrued as a hostile work environment. To be honest with you, he opened my eyes. He educated me. I didn't end up hiring the woman. I hired the dude. Now, this scenario, it might not sound fair. It might qualify as what the shit fucks like to call misogyny. You can call it whatever the hell you want. But the truth is, it's reality. This reality, the same scenario, it could be starting to happen in the NFL. It was announced late last night that the Houston Texans were parting ways with Lovey Smith. Now, I was disappointed when I received this notification on my phone. Not because I cared that Lovey Smith was fired. I don't give a shit about the Houston Texans. I was disappointed that the notification wasn't from my Saints firing Dennis Allen. But here I sit around... 10.30 this morning when I record this video, and for some reason, Dennis Allen remains employed. The firing of Lovey Smith should come as a surprise to no one. From what I read, he was actually notified before the game yesterday that the Texans were moving in a different direction, which to me was an incredibly stupid move by Texans ownership. You had the number one pick in the draft locked up. All you had to do was lose. Instead, you give Lovey Smith all the motivation to go out and get a fuck you win on his way out the door, which is exactly what happened yesterday. Now, most normal people, we were not surprised by the firing of Lovey Smith, but the wanker spankers, <laughs> the wanker spankers, they were out in full force, expressing their fake outrage over the firing of another innocent black man. Before we begin, I want you to keep this in mind. The last three coaches in Houston, all black men. Romeo Cronell, he was the interim head coach after Bill O'Brien's dumbass was fired two or three years too late. But the organization who has given head coaching opportunities to three black men in the last three years is now being subtly accused of mythical racism. 
We're going to start with the captain of the bum squad, Robert Griffin III, RG3. The man who should be a lesson to all run-heavy quarterbacks in this league. If you don't learn how to pass the ball in the pocket, you are one leg injury away from unemployment. Or in the case of RG3, being the cucumber handler in the butt bongo suite at ESPN. Check out the reaction from RG3. The Texans firing Lovey Smith. This should not sit right with anyone. Um, why? I don't know about you guys, but it damn sure sits right with me. Lovey Smith, he is an experienced defensive coach. The Texans had one of the worst defenses in the league this season. He's a proven loser, sub-500 record as a head coach. Sucked in Tampa. Sucked in Houston. Sucked six out of nine seasons in Chicago. Hell, Lovey Smith, this dude couldn't win at the collegiate level. He was 17-39 and 39 through five seasons at Illinois, with his best season, 6-7. and seven. RG3 and other victimizers feel the Texans didn't give Lovey Smith enough time to turn it around. Um, when has he ever turned anything around? Well, Casey, he turned things around in Chicago. They made the Super Bowl, damn it! Oh, yeah? After that Super Bowl loss, Lovey Smith missed the playoffs five of the next six years. You know who else made it to the Super Bowl? Dan Quinn. After the Falcons fired his ass, you know how many head coaching opportunities he's been given? None. But let's keep going. Let's proceed to former running back Fred Taylor, who tried deleting this bullshit tweet after he posted it. Maybe he didn't like the response he was given, or maybe he realized he was being a complete dumbass. Luckily, Fox News captured the screenshot before it was deleted. So according to Fred Taylor, the only reason, the only reason the Texans hired Lovey Smith was to save face after they fired David Culley. Huh. Let me make sure I'm understanding this logic. If an NFL team doesn't hire a black man, it's mythical racism. If the team hires a black man, gives him the opportunity to be a head coach, which is exactly what these shitfucks constantly complain about, that's also mythical racism. So how can NFL owners meet these standards? According to this logic, NFL teams must hire a black head coach and let him keep the job until he retires. Check this out from some other dude who doesn't know shit about fuck. I have never heard of Michael Lee before today. From what I can tell, he studied under the tutelage of Jamel Hill at Woke U, acing the course How to Become a Professional Victim. According to Lee Michael, the Texans set up David Culley to fail. Then they turned around and set up Lovey Smith to fail. It's not fair, damn it! Uh, newsflash, Lee. Life ain't fair. According to this logic, the Houston Texans wasted the last two years setting up black head coaches to fail. You know, since NFL teams are in the business of consistently losing just to make a point. What point are they making? Hell if I know, I'm not a shit fuck. I had to call Jamel Hill and ask her. Hey, KC, let me explain this to you. The Texans are trying to prove that black men are not qualified to coach in this league. It is a clear case of mythical racism. They hire these men, pay them millions upon millions of dollars, then blame them when they don't win. It's unfair. Does that make sense to you? A team in the most competitive league in the country waste two years, millions of dollars, 
just to make a point? You mean to tell me the Houston Texans deliberately set up David Culley and Lovey Smith for failure? If they wanted to be set up for failure, why would they just not hire Bamani Jones? That dude is an expert when it comes to being a huge embarrassing failure. But this is the logic and reasoning, according to this shitfuck who chooses to identify as a dragon. Check out this outright stupidity. I don't know about you guys, I don't take NFL opinions from dragons. If I needed advice on the best strategies in Dungeons and Dragons, I'm calling this birthing person named Tyler. I keep hearing the same complaint. The Texans put these men in unwinnable situations. Okay, if that's the case, how come they weren't complaining when the Texans hired Lovey Smith? I did not hear one complaint when Lovey Smith was hired. It was all celebrations and woke wieners, but when he underperforms and gets fired, it's mythical racism. Guess who else was set up to fail? Jeff Saturday. When the Colts hired Jeff Saturday midseason, it was nothing but complaints of mythical racism. They are giving this job to an unqualified white man. It's unfair. It's unjust. It's mythical racism. Had the Colts promoted Reggie Wayne and fired his ass today, they would say he was set up to fail and call it mythical racism. You cannot win with these people. Let me ask you something. Where were these same complaints when the Cleveland Browns fired Freddie Kitchens after one season? Urban Meyer fired after one season. Nathaniel Hackett fired after one season. But KC, the Broncos were Super Bowl contenders. They had Russell Wilson. Um, did you watch the Broncos this year? Did that look like a Super Bowl contender to you? Well, let's keep going. Jim Tom Sula, Chip Kelly, Rob Chadinsky, Mike Malarkey, all fired after one season. I did not hear one complaint from the mainstream media, but when Lovey Smith gets fired, it's mythical racism. There have been more NFL head coaches fired after one season in the last decade than any other point in league history. In the last 50 or so years, 29 coaches have lost their job after one year. 11 of those came in the last 10 years, six in the last four. This is a win-now league. This is not Burger King where you can have it your way. You either win or you're out. I hope by the end of the day that number moves to 30 because Dennis Allen needs to be fired too. The mainstream media, they claim to be defending black men when they express their fake outrage over situations like this with Lovey Smith, but the reality is they're only hurting them. You are putting NFL owners in a situation where it's uncomfortable to interview minority candidates because it feels forced. It's also uncomfortable to fire them because of the fake outrage. It could get to the point where teams avoid the situation altogether. No one is going to be outraged if Dennis Allen gets fired today. If the Jets fire Robert Sala after going 11-23 and 23 the last two years and completely falling apart late this season, fake outrage. He wasn't given the opportunity to win. Yeah, sure. Six weeks ago, this team was in the playoffs. Kind of hard to make the postseason when you lose your last six games. But sure, Robert Sala wasn't given the opportunity to win. Anyway, 
Give me your thoughts. Typical fake outrage over the firing of Lovey Smith. Could we see NFL teams, NFL owners, become more hesitant when it comes to hiring minority candidates? I'm a firm believer in hiring the best person for the job. I don't give a shit what color they are. But even if a minority candidate's the best fit, could we see NFL teams become hesitant to hire them because of the potential backlash when things don't work out and they ultimately had to fire them? Let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.